What's good, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Six Scenes and Things. This is your host, Ms. 100. Yeah, I had to smooth things out with that intro while cooling the game. Summer madness. Yeah, I had to keep that shit light, y'all. This this week, it's been really crazy, yo. I mean, the week wasn't crazy for me, but goddamn, the shit that's been going on whew, in the media world... What a fucking week. There's been some media beefing going on between Steven Jackson and Shannon Sharp over that Cat Williams interview. I mean, damn, Cat Williams got a lot of niggas in their feelings, yo. In my honest opinion, I think Shannon received a lot of hate from fellow podcasters because that interview reached juggernaut. Let me say it again. Juggernaut views. It's so ridiculous to even hate on some shit like that. And it just always seems like that boy, Steven Jackson, you know what I mean? That, that's something about that dude. He always got himself in, in some drama. Like he, and the, the thing about him, he puts, he puts himself in drama. You know what I'm saying? And what it seems to me, look, I'm not a fucking therapist, but I'm I'm good at like reading people. It appears to me that he's one of those dudes that who never learned to let go of his personal drama he had as a younger person or whatever he had going on in his foundation when he was coming up. Um, cause he just, he just loves drama. You know what I'm saying? You, you gotta be careful with people like that, that just loves putting himself in drama. Um, yeah, I'm just going to stop there on, on that shit. But so I also seen that Stephen A. Smith and Jason Whitlock got into some beef, which, um, I was told that they've been beefing for years with each, with each other. Um, shout out Ben Gotti put me on to that. So Jason Fatlock. He called Stephen A. Smith a, a plant. They say an industry plant. And I want to say this, y'all. I'm tired of niggas using that term. I think it's a lame term because um, people use that term to paint the narrative that somebody, whoever's considered a plant, is they're planted in by the industry secret society motherfuckers. And, you know, they're not a real nigga or whatever. Yo, leave that shit. Just, just you leave that term back in two thousand in twenty twenty three. Yo, just yo, that shit is stupid. Um, let me say this though. I'm gonna say this only once. Niggas got to learn how to tame their emotions. Hear me out. Gotta learn how to tame your emotions. Cause if you don't. You will find yourself in situations you might not ever be able to get yourself out of. If if they went over your head, think about what I said. A lot of shit that goes down is because motherfuckers is not in control of their own emotions. You you, you really gotta hold on, let me turn that fucking notification shit off. Like, damn, that's the, you know, if you got the ESPN app, y'all know that. Y'all know that that sound. Yeah, I had to turn that shit off. But um, yeah, you gotta 
you, you got to tame those emotions because it, it just puts you in situations and you know those situations. You could be in jail, you could be dead all over because you're not controlling your emotions. Um, let me get on to my next shit. Uh, finally, 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 the NFL playoffs are here. Uh, I'm going to share my first round predictions. I got the Bills over the Steelers, Browns over the Texans, Chiefs over the Dolphins. Yes, Chiefs over the Dolphins because they saying it's going to be like minus fucking five degrees or minus two degrees um, in Arrowhead, excuse me, Arrowhead Stadium. I don't think the Dolphins can uh, fuck with that. Uh, you know, that 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 frozen, that turf gonna be frozen. That's that's a lot for the Dolphins to deal with. Um, I don't I don't see you know the ball gonna feel heavier in that cold weather. And they rely heavy on the pass. So, I don't know. And the Chiefs do have defense. And um, I don't know. I don't know. As a matter of fact, I don't know. I do know. I got the Chiefs over the Dolphins. Cowboys over the Packers. I don't think that dude, Jordan Love, he, he has some good numbers. But he isn't impressive to me. Um, that def- Cowboys defense, they're going to blitz him like crazy. And that motherfucker, gonna fold. he going to fold. He going to fold like a fucking envelope. I got the Lions over the Rams. Now, to me, this is the best matchup, in my opinion, for the first round for many reasons, right? You got the Lions. This is the Lions' first playoff game in many years, plus they at home. Then this is Matt Stafford's former team. He's returning to Detroit. And this is Jared Goff's former team that he's playing against, the Rams, so, you know, it's going to be a lot of emotions and, and intertwined in this game. It's going to be this going to be a, 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 a nice game. I think it might be a little high scoring. Um, I don't know, because the excuse me, the Lions defense, they're not too consistent. They got got a solid defense, but I do like the fact that the Lions do run that ball. Um they got two solid running backs, uh, but then the Rams they got a they got a nice running back, uh, the Boy Williams. I forgot his first name and shit. Uh, but all right, let me get to this matchup: the Eagles versus the Bucks. Whew. Now the fan in me says the Eagles going to win, but the football analyst in me says the Bucks will win this game because. That Eagles secondary is horrible, and they will be going against the Bucks, who have two solid wide receivers and Evan, Evans and Goodwin. Plus, Baker Mayfield has been playing well. He's playing a lot better than Jalen. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 I know the Jalen numbers, they they just not looking good. He didn't play good. Jalen stunk this fucking season. I don't care what nobody say. But, yeah, um... The Bucks defense isn't great. They have a hard time stopping the run. So if the Eagles get out of that dumbass pass happy shit, because Jalen is not Warren Moon. He's not fucking Warren Moon. He's not Joe Montana. So cut the bullshit. Run the fucking rock. The Eagles offensive line is is better um, blocking for the run anyway. That's, and the Eagles, listen, they have one of the best offensive lines in the in a league, but the coaches hasn't been doing a good job of picking up the blitzes and shit like that. Um, and that that Bucks that Bucks defense, 
they do a lot of blitzing, a lot of blitzing. And we all know Hurts do not know how to handle that. Niggas start looking like he motherfucking playing in peewee football or some shit like that. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I, I the analysts in me, I got the Eagles losing this. The Bucks uh, winning. They're at home. They're going to blitz like crazy. They're going to they gonna, they gonna throw some bombs to Evans. Evans is going to at least catch one. He's definitely going to at least catch one, and, and he's going to score a touchdown. And Godwin is solid. He's solid. He can he can run the slants. Um, he's he's a strong receiver. I don't they they don't have nobody for him. And um and they do run the ball. I'm not a fan of their running back, but he gets the job done. Um, plus they use him in the receiving game a lot too, in the passing game a lot too. Um, so yeah, uh, throughout the week I was listening to a lot of sports radio and stuff like that and. Many Eagles fans want Coach Sirianni fired if they lose this game. So what I did was I went on my Twitter and I did a poll asking, should Nick Sirianni be fired? The results came back. 63% voted no and 37% voted yes. It was interesting. Um, Very interesting. Um, Yeah, yeah. So I, I sent that out to the Eagles, you know. Eagles uh, fans. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll see. Come Monday night. Come Monday night, man. It's going to be it's gonna be very interesting. It's going to be, a, probably, it's probably going to be a tough game to watch also. Yeah, going to my next topic, I got to ask this question. I know a lot of people have been, people ain't really been talking about this, this lately, but how does Ben Simmons still have a job? Like, I'm truly confused by this whole situation. Ben Lemons has played a total of 48 games, missed 153 games over the last three seasons, and he only played six games this season and missed 31. At this point, yo, I hope he gets cut. And I hope the nigga get blackballed out the NBA. Yeah, fuck that nigga, yo. Fuck him. Fuck him. Seriously. And that's all I got to say about him. Yeah, so the changing of the guard is happening. Nick Saban, he retires. Looks like this going to be the end of Alabama being a powerhouse football program. Uh, his He ended his career with 292 wins and 71 losses and one tie in 24 years. 24 years. That's an outstanding. That's an outstanding record. Um, Nick only lasted two years in the NFL when he did give it a try. He didn't have no winning records there. So it was obviously he's he's definitely not a pro coach. He's only suited for the um coaching kids. Uh well I say young men, I should say. Um, but yeah, uh he definitely goes down as one of the best college coaches ever. His teams Produced so many talented NFL players. Um, the list goes on for that. Uh, I remember some years back, they used to say that the Alabama teams can probably beat one of the phony teams in the NFL. Uh, but I don't know about that. That was, that was just some funny shit that people were saying back then. Because uh, it was a powerhouse. Alabama was the fucking powerhouse. You know what I'm saying? Um 
So the SEC, I don't know, it's, it's, it's going to look kind of kind of weird. The SEC uh, without uh, Nick Saban being there. Um, it's going to be interesting, though, moving forward. I really would like to see Deion Sanders turn that um, Colorado around. Uh, they had a promising season early on, but then, you know, it showed they, they didn't have enough talent to even match up with the other other teams and shit. But I hope, yeah, I'm, I'm pulling, I'm rooting. I'm rooting for Deion. Hopefully he can become the next Nick Saban, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, on to my next topic. The NBA released uh, the fan, the first fans returns for the NBA All-Star voting. Yo, you know what I'm happy about? Yeah, the past few years, I wasn't happy with this fucking NBA All-Star game where they was doing where they pick a fucking captain, you know, uh, and the captains pick the fucking players. And I, 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 no, fuck all that. I'm glad they went back to Eastern Conference versus Western Conference. All the players from the East versus all the players from the West. You know, that's that's the best way. That's the way I grew up seeing it. That's the way I like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck all that that new corny shit that they had. I think that shit made too it made it too friendly. You know, I remember being back in the day in the 80s, watching Isaiah Thomas and them go against Magic Johnson and Isaiah Thomas throwing crazy passes to Dominique for oops and magic. You know what I'm saying? Like running the floor. Yo, that was that was the shit. Even 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 seeing like later on. The Marbury playing with Iverson on the same team, that kind of shit. Yo, that shit was dope. That was dope to me, you know, getting to see some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, Kobe matched up against Jordan, you know, that East versus West, yo. Like, keep that shit that way, yo. I'm looking at these votes, though. The votes is crazy. Um, It looks like um, for right now, it looks like Giannis. Looks like Giannis got the most votes over everybody. You know, I'm not shocked to see Le- LeBron up here, but Giannis got uh, 2.1 mil in votes, and um, and LeBron got a, a little over 2 million. He liked the second most, so I'm not surprised about LeBron. I'm a little surprised about uh, Giannis having the top vote so far. And Embiid. Um, of course, he's on there. Yeah, he got 1.8 mil. Okay, Durant got 1.8 mil. I see that. Damn. Okay, I thought, I thought the Joker would have more votes than uh, Durant. The Joker got 1.6 mil. Okay, bum ass fucking Anthony Davis up there. I mean, his stats is pat. I mean, eh. he's going to probably make it though. I don't know, um, cause it ain't, it ain't too many. Dope centers in the West, so he'll, he'll probably make it. Damn, now this is interesting. Carl Anthony Towns, he only got a hundred and thirty nine thousand votes. Ah, man, they they must don't like him. Yo, that's crazy. I would think he would be he he the last he he the bottom of the ten ten spot. That's crazy. Yo, he yo this shit crazy. They got the bull Sugan. From Houston, that that nigga ain't that nice. He ain't better than motherfucking uh, Towns. That's crazy. The fans is tripping with that, and they they got uh, Wimby over fucking Towns. That's crazy, yo. That's real crazy. Yeah, damn. They got Jimmy Button. At, not Button. Excuse me. They got Jimmy Butler and shit. 
This nigga's at number four in the East. Yo, this nigga ain't. Damn, what he play like five games the whole fucking the whole season so far? I barely see Jimmy Butler playing. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy, yo. The fans is wilding, yo. Uh, okay, for the guards, I see Tyrese Halliburton. Y'all know I in previous episodes I talked about Tyrese. Uh, I'm a fan of him, yo. Definitely, he got he got 1.3 mil. Okay. Luca, yeah, he he okay, he right there with a Luca. Okay, Steph Curry. Damn, I would damn, I would think the boy Shea would have uh, at least a million. He got nine hundred and sixty six. It's close to a million votes. Damn, bitch ass James Harden. He number four and shit up the guards. Wow, wow, they got James Harden over Anthony Edwards. Ooh, that's crazy. Anthony Edwards at the six spot. That's crazy, yo. Dang, hold up, wait a minute. De'Aaron Fox is eighth with 210. Yo, they wallowing, yo. <laughs> this is crazy. Okay, looks like Tyrese going to make it. You know, he at the fifth spot. Damn. Yeah, that's crazy, yo. Damn. Uh, damn, they, I would have, they got Jalen Bronson at the sixth spot and they got Trey Young at the fourth, I mean, at the third spot. Nah, they had to change that. Um, Jalen balling, he got the Knicks balling. Um, Trey Young ain't ain't yo, he's not helping that team do shit, yo. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know, but this should be interesting. This is not the final voting though. I see it's just just the the first round of votes because I think the All Star game ain't until next month in February. Um, yeah, that's interesting though. But all in all, I'm glad they doing. The old format, I think that's the original format, East versus West. Yeah, so let me get into this week's classic album revisit. Um, I know I didn't do this the past two episodes. Um, I wanted to get some things out before I get back on my my regular regular, uh, things I do, segments and shit like that. Um, So this week, I got Ghostface debut solo album iron man released october 29th 1996 yo i'm gonna tell you yo i remember when this album came out yo we was uh playing this album like crazy and we went to the powerhouse let out (laughs) those who know uh philly always had a powerhouse concert and um as you can see, this was released October 29th. Powerhouse is usually around Halloween. So, yeah, we definitely uh, went and caught this. I remember my man had the bootleg. My man had the bootleg before it came out and shit. He had the bootleg on tape and shit. Yeah, yeah, man, some good times. Um, definitely some good times around. Good memories surrounding this album. This album has 17 tracks with Ray Kwan appearing on 12. You might, you might as well say, like, how when Raekwon released his solo drum, Only Built for Cuban, um, it was featuring Ghostface, and they was going back and forth. So it's kind of like the same shit. So it's like Ghostface, he pretty much, he like, fuck it. Just like part two, you know what I mean? It's kind of like motherfucking part two to motherfucking Cuban Link, you know what I mean? But I don't think it's like officially done like that. It's just done like Ghostface style. You know what I mean? Uh, but if I had to rank the best solo albums out of the Wu-Tang, 
it goes like this for me. Number one is Raekwon's only built for Cuban links. Number two is Ghostface Iron Man. Number three is the Jizza album, Liquid Swords. Number four is Method Man to Cal. And number five, I got ODB John, Return of the 36 Chambers. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's my lineup right there. Yo, let me know what y'all lineup would be. You can hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Instagram. Y'all know the handles. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I promote the show well enough. Y'all should know the handles and all that shit by now. But the production on this album is so fucking dope. Whoever was responsible for arranging the tracks, yo, they did an amazing job. Like, the first five songs hit so hard, it keeps you wanting to hear more. I mean, it's just, yo, it's entertaining. Like, the samples they used, some of the little skits was funny and entertaining. Yo, so dope, yo. And most of the production was handled by the RZA with, I think, a, I think a couple of tracks was done by True Master. Not really sure about that. Um, but, yeah, overall, I st- this still, this stills get heavy play from me. You know, this album released in 96. <laughs> You know what I mean? This 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 album is is older than some young thoughts out there. You know what I mean? But yeah, um, thanks for listening, y'all. Um, continue to support, listen, share, and hey, just thanks. Peace. I'm out.